checking yourself out in the mirror or something. You look gorgeous. You ain't got nothing to worry about. He, I make sure like my hair, because with locks, like yeah. my hair, it looks fine right now. But then if I zoom mm. in, you can't see my roots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, nah, uh, trust me. Nah, I had homeboys with locks, and I worked with ladies that got locks and stuff. Okay. <laughs> I thought. I thought about doing cornrows back in the day, but I never had the patience to grow my hair out. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of patience. It's a lot of patience with yeah, that. Yeah, because I get like right there where you be twisted. I'd be like, nah, where the barber? Fuck this shit. It's too much hair. You could have had like the jet, you could have had the curls, the curl pattern. Oh, yeah, see. But see, I mean, you know, I'm good though. I think I think I look, you know, straight, straight. Yeah, you, you know? do. I like the haircut. I like the gray okay. and everything. That's a lot. See, you made me feel good. You're going to make me blush and show my, show my Mr. T about this motherfucker. You had star <laughs> Oh, my God. So how have your week been, day been, um, and everything? What's been going on in your neck of the woods, sexy? I'm tired. I got a vanilla job right now, and I'm just like, I'm ready to quit this thing. But Oh, I feel you. See, you don't how many of us porn stars have sex workers, porn stars, whatever you fall into the uh, mm-hmm. of. We all have jobs. Many of us have jobs, you know, period, because it makes things a little easier to move around. That's just being honest. Yeah. You know, because it's kind of hard to explain to someone when you're trying to rent an apartment. Yeah, I, I work. I, I do OnlyFans. <laughs> did, did you guys see his show, Bank Statements? And then you got to show them how much you make, and then they're going to sit there and look at you and be like, let me see your content and all this other kind of stuff, and it's just too much. But if my vanilla, if me, as my sex worker life, if it made yeah. enough to sustain my entire life, oh, vanilla job is yeah. non-existent. Well, how, how long have you been doing this? As a sex worker? Yeah, sex worker, yeah. Um, damn, Princess told me a way to say it, but I forgot how to say it, so I'm going to say it. I'm going to have to ask her again how to say it. Technically, yeah. um, with my license, with my licenses and my certifications, I've been a mm-hmm. sex worker for officially a year. Because mm-hmm. I just gra- actually around this time last year is when I graduated with my certificate from Reva. But um, without hold my on, training and on. my licenses, it's been three years. So, so what? Uh, so what? All your certificates and training is in. Um, well, right now I'm getting my master. I'm working on my master's in marriage and family therapy. I graduated with mm-hmm. that in a year. I have a certificate in couples pleasure mapping through Sexpert Consultants. And yeah, I'm a certified Sexpert Consultant. I'm an ASEX, that's American Association of Sexual Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. I'm a student member of that organization. And I have a graduate certificate in couple in family and couple systems. Mm-hmm. And, and you do content as well, right? Yes, I make OnlyFans content, yeah. Okay, now, now I want you to clarify that for my listeners before we go into these particulars. So you do boy girl, you do solo, you do twerk. What what type of content do they can they expect? Um, it's audience? more of solo, and it's like it's more of like my sexual liberation. What mm-hmm. I define as being like a woman, a black woman, full figure black woman, BBW black woman who loves to be half naked, point blank period, and what that looks like for me. So sometimes it's me and my partner. Uh, me and him will do content together, but it's mainly mm. like the focus is me and my assets. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, people, now y'all know what you do. 
Average particulars, you're going to know the name. So welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and set up a profile and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Alvis of the Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about four. That means four wonderful sponsors that uh she's just so cute it's just a distraction i love it it's a porn <laughs> rap so you gotta be like rookie, rookie, rookie. You, need to turn, you need to turn tables or something see i, I like uh, we, we about to get lit on this episode and this ain't even the premium smoke room but like i said let me get these sponsors out of the way so the first up being the facebook of the ls community lsworld.com next up is the hottest adult magazine in the web i'm talking about rodcismmagazine.com and um, Black-owned, 90% profit for your content creators, also no hashtag issues, and for your consumers, a new place for you to consume your triple X content. I'm talking about ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, an award-winning and nominated, and I'm going to say it again because I love saying it, Black-owned. It is porn with a sensual side and spoken word over top. I'm talking about Blush Erotica. So go to BlushErotica.com. And get yourself a subscription and check out the new wave, the new erotica sensation in the game. Also, proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go to shopgwdistrict.com and buy products from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, check me out five days a week. I'm talking about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday mornings, 6 a.m., Central Standard Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Fully Swap Radio. Also, check me out on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com, as well as the BGPLLC LLC app. Shots out to my man, Gerald. Now, I'm going to shut up. Let me <laughs> sexy, smart, gorgeous, opinionated, curvaceous, and I got a feeling she's, she's going to be one you're going to remember. For all time, introduce her sexy chocolate ass. <laughs> hey, people. Um, my, or for people who know me, I'm freak. You're my freaks and geeks. Um, my name is Fairy or Fairy Sex Mother. Mm. And yeah, I'm an erotic mindset coach. I focus and I help couples with their erotic goals. I help individuals reach their erotic goals, and I do that through therapeutic practices and approaches and models, body positivity, body movement music therapy, and also life experiences, because I was a hoe. <laughs> so, so when you say you was the hoe, it, it, break that down. What, 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 what made oh, you I was the out hoe? here spreading my pussy like it was 1865. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> I, was, I was living life. I... Oh, hello? Yeah, you, you back, you good. Oh, yeah. I was living life mm -hmm. um, the best way that I could. Mm -hmm. Had no remorse with what I was doing. Um, some parts of it, some parts of me living my life, um, it came with sexual trauma. And mm -hmm. coming from that sexual trauma, I learned a lot of lessons. And after I learned those lessons, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, now it's time for me to take those lessons and do better and still live my life and I've lived a, even though I'm young in a sense I lived a great life and I love 
the way that I live my mm. life. And now I'm a hoe in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because people don't realize how many of us are married in relationships. We have significant others. Even on the porn side of stuff. It's like, you'd be surprised how many male talents you work with, they wife shoots them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or vice versa, you know. They really think we don't have a life outside of this shit. I don't oh, know. no. I have a whole life. I have a whole man. Me and my man got a dog together. We pay bills <laughs> together. That my, that's my twin flame. He my soulmate. That's uh, my dog. That's We gang gang about each other. We not splitting up. Everybody else can go. <laughs> me and him stuck forever. Sound like, sound like me and my wife. I met her in this business, actually. You know, pretty, um, actually, actually was recruited. But it was, she was recruited by a male talent that I was working with, that me and him was working together. Mm-hmm. And that's how I know. And we've been together ever since. She done magazines. She done been on the cover with some D- a DVD or two. You know, she done done her thing back in the day, what have you, in adult films. So. But um, but this is about you. This is about mm-hmm. the fairy sex mother. So it's like, um, how does the con- did the content play a factor with your therapy? With when you counsel, um, this you know you you counsel couples or what have you? you no, know? the content. Yeah. Um, well, everything that I do technically that I post on social media, whether it's OnlyFans, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, is considered content. So I won't mm-hmm. say no. Um, what I put on social media. Mm-hmm. My main content, it is to stimulate the mind. I more mm-hmm. so don't want to always make my content about couples because even when mm-hmm. you're in a relationship, your identity is not based on you and your partner. Your identity mm-hmm. is based on you mm-hmm. and them and mm-hmm. then what you guys bring together. So I kind of mm-hmm. like make my content on social media more so about like, well, what are you doing to mm-hmm. make yourself better for your relationship because we always had to point the finger at the other person saying like, mm-hmm. well, my partner needs to suck my dick more or my partner needs to my pussy more or mm-hmm. this partner needs to do this more. Like we're always pointing a finger at people, but you point mm-hmm. one finger at somebody, you got three more pointing at yourself. So mm-hmm. I like to, I like to bring out the accountability part and mm-hmm. sex. So that way it can lead into like, okay, well, if I take more accountability and my partner takes more accountability, we transfer mm-hmm. that energy into like something really healthy, sexual, mm-hmm healing type energy mm-hmm. and then with my only fans content like i said i live a very liberated life mm-hmm. and i like to live my lifestyle with my partner and even without mm-hmm. my partner sometimes like i just like to show my naked body like if i get in the shower <laughs> my ass look fat when i got out i'm like oh look a little sharp it. you know <laughs> my only fans subscribers they be buying me lingerie and stuff like mm-hmm. that especially like my one, one one of them is like my huge babe um he'll buy me he'll buy me lingerie whenever he feels the need, and I'll just put the lingerie on and be like, here's a lingerie show. So, you know? <laughs> Only fans, it is what it is. You get, like, the authentic... Well, not authentic, because everything I do is authentic. But you'll get, like, very behind the scenes and mm-hmm. some more, whereas, like, Instagram and Twitter and working with my clients and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you get a very professional, like, fairy. But I'm still going to talk to you in the most mm-hmm. honest way, because I'm not going to come to you and give you all this whitewashing or brainwashing rhetoric. I give you honesty and compassion and empathy, but reality at the same time. Now, my listeners was listening. I know what you're thinking. Within those 10 minutes 
gave me 15 reasons why she's coming back to this show after this after this interview. So trust me, you probably don't heard before you hear this interview, you probably don't heard about five to six times. But I'm just saying, <laughs> we're not gonna be able to unpack all this in one episode. It's gonna take time. Now, let's begin with the most important thing, which is you being a therapist, what have you. And then we'll move to the content. We're gonna, you know, go on okay. a little journey here. We're gonna go on a little journey here. So with um I like you so much. I can't <laughs> wait to meet you face to face. Now, when it comes to the therapy, when you talk to couples, what is some of the biggest hangups that couples have sexually amongst themselves? Ooh. Ask good questions, don't I? <laughs> what's the biggest? Um honestly. It's between communication and being closed-minded. Mm-hmm. Communic well, they're both they both kind of go coincide with each other. So I'll just say closed-minded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um a lot of couples, um, what excuse me, what I specifically do is I help couples relieve trauma. Cause not all mm-hmm. trauma means like you know you were abused or you were sexually harassed mm-hmm. or um, you know, something that's like mainstream trauma. Hopefully Mm -hmm. I said that in a way that doesn't trigger anybody. But Mm -hmm. some people do have like relationship trauma, relationship PTSD, um, trauma with their family that doesn't allow them to open their minds to what the world of sex really is. A lot of people just Mm -hmm. think sex is a dick and a vagina Mm -hmm. penetration or vagina, vagina, dick, dick, whatever, you know, reproductive organs doing Mm -hmm. their jobs and that's it. Whereas sex is like mental, it's physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual. And so I help clients, I help my clients specifically unlock those emotions mm-hmm. and figure out how to take like the positivity about that and then move it to your reproductive organs and then make love in mm-hmm. the most erotic way possible. But it doesn't necessarily mean like you're having mm-hmm. penetrative or physical sex because mm-hmm. you can have emotional sex as well or physical mm-hmm. touch sex all that kind of stuff see i think it begins with the the mental mm-hmm. um because even to this point i always said this monogamy is a mental thing it's not physical we right just associate to physical because that what we was told exactly um, and it's kind of like i think to me like from it, i mean i ain't no therapist or nothing but when i listen to like men and women and shit talk it's kind of like it, the disconnect to me is that they don't want to be 100% honest with, them, with each other on a sexual level. And which, if you can't be honest on a sexual level, you're not going to be honest on any other level in your relationship. Exactly. But a lot of people don't know how to be honest on a sexual level because they don't know what their sex life really is. They don't know what it entails. Because we could sit here and talk about like how, you know, People want to sit there and blame porn for being the reason why people can't have sex. Whereas porn is nothing but images catering to a fantasy. You can pick whatever kind of porn you want. At the end of the day, it's a movie. It's a category. (laughs) Just like picking a book, going to the movie theater, and you're trying to pick whatever movie is good based off of the trailer. Porn is the exact same feeling that you're just trying to cater to a fantasy, a dream, or a desire. But then when you come home, what are you doing to cater to those dreams and desires? What are you trying to do to make that happen? A lot of people don't do their research. Like mm-hmm. a common thing that, I guess the most common thing recently that couples have been coming to me about is um, 
being dominated in the bedroom, not necessarily having to add equipment like floggers, whips, paddles, or anything like that, but just wanting their partner to be more assertive and a partner to submit to them more. And recently I posted on my Instagram, well, you guys want a leader and you want this person to be a, to, to submit to you, but mm. what are you doing on the other end? You And Daddy mm. Hef, he especially taught me that um, a dom or a good leader can't be a good dom or can't be a good leader if they've never been a person who submitted before mm. yeah. or they've never been a follower. And so that's something that I've been talking to couples a lot about. Like, you're trying to tell... You're trying to tell someone what to do and be in that authoritative figure role, but mm -hmm. you yourself don't even know what it takes to be the person under, to be the sub, to be the follower. You don't know. Mm -hmm. You guys don't know about the other ends, but you're trying to tell each other what to do and you've never mm -hmm. experienced it. And so I've just been working on that a lot lately and just teaching mm -hmm. them about like communicating and finding ways outside of pointing fingers to express how you feel and what you want. <laughs> It's just funny because when I sit here like, listen, right? I was like, how is it that you can't get it together on a sexual level? It's just some people, it's like this to me, some people just don't fit. Some people really have a struggle because a lot of people have, when it comes to relationship trauma, we'll like mm -hmm. bring it up into two parts because relationship trauma and then like, again, family. Mm -hmm. When it comes to relationship trauma, think about your first. Mm -hmm. Oh, my shit. I... I remember my first only because of how the situation was set up. Like it was our anniversary and it was like mm -hmm. all romantic and he was my boyfriend. Cool. But everybody first wasn't like that. Some people had mm -hmm. like fuck buddies for first. Some people mm -hmm. like only did it because everybody else in their friend group was talking about it. So they was like, well, mm -hmm. let me join the group so I could be a first. Or some people did it or some people first wasn't even a first that they consented to. It was mm -hmm. a first of some shit that just happened and it caused a lot of scarring. And then you go down like their entire sex past. A lot of people have never been in a relationship, a real relationship. A lot of people have been in situationships. They've been in fuckships. They've been in a something, but mm. they've never been in like a true genuine relationship where someone had like to cater to their feelings. Mm. Um, you cater to somebody else's feelings. You talk about like how your emotions are affecting you. You actually have someone that you trust and who won't break your trust. And then the people who do try to find serious relationships, then what happens with all the other stuff other than sex? See, problems? I think it begins with knowing oneself. If of course. Well, a lot of people don't know yourself, themselves because that's where the whole family trauma comes yeah. in. Because you got family members who'll sit there, like if your family will be like, Mom, can I go hang out at Bobby's house? Yeah. No. Why? Because I said so. Mm. Now, whenever someone tells you no as an adult or in a relationship, you're sitting there thinking like, oh, they're telling me no because they're trying to control me. They're mm. trying to do all these things to manipulate me. When in reality, they could be telling you no to help you, protect you, mm. but you don't know that because of all the trauma that you've experienced over life. Yeah, because, um, because I think with... With it, I mean, I, well, to to me, because even from um, from the one thing about I guess us as porn stars, people in the sex trade, our sex life is going to be a little bit more fruitful in the relationship since, since because we are more open. And main reason, not shame, because a lot of this also has to do with shame. Because, right. for example, you take a man who might watch porn. 
He watches it in secret because he's afraid his wife is going to get an attitude. Mm-hmm. Now, why would she get an attitude? They were just stuck out in her. She's a big girl. <laughs> and I'm he's looking at small, small, women, so. skinny women. But if she's in a feeling thinking, that what you want? You, I'm not adequate. No, your man just a fucking freak. He just like looking at fucking porn. Why don't you sit down and watch it with him? As you give him head while he's watching porn. I mean, I'm Hello, just saying. Oh, baby, that's the, that's the, that is top tier. One of the most fun things to do. Like, he, like having my man watch a fantasy on a big screen, and then I'm giving him head while the fantasy is happening. Like, oh, my God, that's an idea for tonight. <laughs> but you gotta suck dick on your period. Ladies, remember that. I remember them days. <laughs> well... I still got one right now, so you know I got a few, I got a few years to my bitch go back. <laughs> but see, I think, but that's why I think it's like the more I want to listen to people when it comes to just relationships and the disconnect, some of the arguments that men have. Like I said, I and even with women to a certain extent, but it's kind of like people don't understand the key to a relationship, long lasting, is adjustment. How you adjust to your mate. And Come they have on, yes. and their changes, you know, and period. open communication because you got to be willing if you want to dish something out to your partner, trying to tell them all these things, you have to be mm-hmm. willing for your partner to come back and say some things to you as well. Okay, okay, I'm gonna ask you this because we about to, oh, god, yeah, this is gonna be a special smoke episode, people. I, 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 I wish I, I had a Rillo, it's gonna, my Rillo's it's all be, busted. This okay. Is this then in a situation of if a threesome comes up? Okay. Who should suggest it? Who had who should suggest it? I have my theory, but who should suggest when it comes to a threesome or getting into a lifestyle that it will go over better? Man or woman? I love actually therapist this because see, 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 she gets it on deeper meaning. Deep, deeper, deeper level. I'm about to give it. To be very honest, I think whoever feels like they want to live that lifestyle should bring it up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put it on one specific gender to bring it up because if we go stereotypical and say like, you know, the man bring it up, men bring it up all the time, or they don't bring it up all the time. I don't want to say that. If we go the stereotypical route, saying like, you know, a man brings it up. A man more than like a hetero, a cisgender male move. Go to your room. A cisgender male, heterosexual male. Yeah. Would more so want to be into a a female, female, male threesome. Mm-hmm. And they will bring it up. Mm-hmm. When they bring it up, here comes all these things of like, you just want to cheat in front of my face. You just want to publicly do this. You want to not like it's all these excuses and honestly they're bullshit excuses because you're sitting there trying to just take something that's so fun and beautiful and make it like seem like it's a negative thing when it's a person's fantasy and I don't want to sit there and be like females bring it up because sometimes nowadays more women have been open and vocal about wanting a male male female threesome so I feel like whoever wants to have the threesome or live that lifestyle you should bring it up me and my partner brought it up at two separate times in our relationship 
Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we like dabbled our way into I, it. I, I say the woman. Because mm-hmm. I see, I'm gonna tell you something. Okay. I'm 47 years old. And For real? one thing, yeah, 47. Hmm. So it, I know I look about 54, but I'm just saying. Huh. It's <laughs> No, oh, no. Went you went up. I was definitely going down. I gave you 40 now. Because <laughs> I don't even, gray hairs don't even tell age no more. Because I see people who are like my, I'm 27. I have people who are my age and younger with gray hairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So, all right. My theory is this. The woman must take control of the situation. The reason why, because, okay. If she, okay. The reason why is this, is this, this fact. What you just said, if we bring it up, we they gonna think it's bad. You feel me? They they, they mm-hmm. gonna look at the negative and the extreme. Nothing against women. I don't want women to come after me, but y'all do. Let's just be honest. Man, we have uh, we be in our villains too. You know, we have Drake. I'm just saying. We <laughs> have Drake. <laughs> we have Drake. You know, we 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 sometimes be in our feelings. You know, you hear Bootsy. I'm just saying. Drake we, is we your in your. Drake is your in your feelings artist. Okay. In your feelings, you know what I'm saying. You have you go to Drake for when you're in your feelings. He made a song saying in his feelings. (laughs) (laughs) He tried to tell people this. Who more petty than Drake? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, so when it comes to, I'm not gonna go to male, male, female. I'm not gonna go. Go there. That's that's second. Because okay. nine out of ten, the the probably the first damn the threes is gonna be two females and a male. Okay. One. Well, I'm a lucky person, and my first threesome was not that. I feel that for a threesome to work and work properly with no issues, no resentment, no anger, your woman must actually want this shit. Facts. Now I do agree. I do not agree with. Whenever the conversation is had, if yeah. there is some reservations, hesitations, stuttering in the voice, yeah, uh, any anything that shows that she is uncomfortable, that mm-hmm. anybody is uncomfortable, don't do it. And don't. Um, and I, I for women, that now, if your man, partner, if you do not want to have a threesome, yeah. do not have a threesome with your partner just because it's like, oh, I want to keep them. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want the relationship to last. Because uh-uh. as soon as you see somebody else sucking your man dick. And he go, oh, one good time, you gonna lose your shit. Actually, you know, like prefer if you're, you're bisexual, if you want to be honest, bisexual or pansexual, you know what I'm saying? Because guess what? You ain't paying attention to her sucking the dick because your face is buried in the pussy. I'm just saying. These these things, are, a lot of things can happen I'm in just, threesomes, for sure. I mean, and a lot of hitting it from the back strap on and he getting hit. I'm just saying. I'm just a lot of things, a lot of beautiful. I'm, uh, I agree with you. A lot of beautiful things can happen yeah. while you're having a menage a trois, an orgy, hell, living yeah. in the lifestyle. A lot of beautiful things can happen, but yeah. if there's any insecurities, any reservations, yeah. or anything like that, it's not. Gonna and work see, that's out. why I said the woman take the lead because see, also the second part is that she probably gonna pick the woman because I'm gonna tell you why. I agree with that though. The reason why because they may not be particularly about the dick they suck, but they fucking particularly about the pussy they gonna put in their mouth, and. Uh-huh. She can be dropped dead fine. It don't take much for it to go left between them two women. <laughs> I'm particular about my pussy, bro. 
Not saying that my man will fuck anything and anybody because I don't feel like he would now that he's dating me. Mm-hmm. However, the pussy that I inquire, oh no, it's it's stipulation. And I don't just mean like the pussy in between the legs. I mean the woman yeah. as a whole. Yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Some, it's some stipulations. I got first yeah. of all test results at I need to and, test and, results. And, and y'all vibing. Because see, it like put it this way. Us as men, we may think y'all gonna vibe. And then when we get y'all together, it's just like, bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> we need to talk, honey. And people think that when you have a threesome or when you are like, you know, living that lifestyle and stuff like that, it's just supposed to happen like how movies portray it, like, oh, the person comes over the house, and next thing you know, poof, a threesome happens. Like sometimes, you know, it could happen like that if you if you're that lucky person. Kudos mm-hmm. to you. But if you genuinely want to have like a threesome where you feel secure in your relationship. There is yeah. a level of courting that you, I'm gonna say, like, let's say me and you are dating. If me and you we are dating. We gotta woo each other. We gotta woo each other. Yeah, we Yeah, like me and you will find, yeah. me and you will go out. And if I say, babe, like, Bobby, look, look at her. She's cute. Da 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 da. And I go approach her. Me and her got a vibe. Me, her, and you as a three way have to vibe. We have to be able to have a conversation yeah. with each other. Like, there has to be some type of before, during, and after care. Because if there isn't, then that's what just makes the whole situation awkward. So there's a level yeah, of courting that you have to experience. Yeah, because um, I was watching something on TV. Well, my wife watched something on TV, and she asked me a question. And this, it was, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say white people. But, <laughs> but the lady, the lady allowed her man to get a cheat, not a cheat, or get get some get some pussy other than her once a year. But she couldn't get none. So she brought to his attention, she was like, I, I, I don't want you to do that no more. And he was like, no, nah, I, I, I don't think I don't think that's that's kosher. And they get a divorce. Or so I get the, you get you get free pussy once a year, and she said stop doing. It. It's yeah. one time. You already went three sixty five with it. Okay. I I I was thinking that was like you already gave the dude the green light to do the shit. Then you want to change it now. I mean that's that normal that. because you know feelings and emotions change over time, mm-hmm. and then you know after. After some time has happened, or not time has mm-hmm. happened, after some time has gone by, sometimes it does get to a point where you're like, okay, let me take a, a step back from mm-hmm. this current lifestyle that I'm living and see, mm-hmm. like, you know, what else is out there for me and for my partner. Mm-hmm. So it's understandable. I was more so like... But see, but see, but see, I think what it is is this. There was no balance. And what I mean by balance is that she has the option to play too. She has the option not to take that option. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Because it builds resentment because he's going out there to get some, some pussy. While she's sitting at home and she can't get Natalie dick. So he gets to go tap whatever the hell he feels like tapping and it builds resentment. Because if both can't do or at least have the option to do then it's a different thing because now it's like put it this way. When she stepped to him saying, well, look, I don't want you to do that no more. Mm-hmm. It kind of, yeah, yeah, he yeah, he was going to do, he was going to be an asshole about like, 
I guess we need to get a divorce or what have you. You know, period. Because the simple fact you change the dynamic. But part of the reason why I believe she, the dynamic was changed because she didn't have no option herself. Because if she had an option... This is a movie? No, nah, no, nah, it was a reality show called the the, the mm-hmm. Capotes, Pups, whatever. It, they, they was, she said she felt inadequate. She was a fucking Miss America. I, I was like, okay, interesting. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. okay. But, but no, but I mean, but that just what... What I mean to me, I just think any relationship has to have balance. If you're going to do or play in a lifestyle, you're going to swing. If you're going to do porn, it's it it's kind of your mates should have the same option to a certain extent, but they ain't got to take it. Because then is is you can't build resentment because then if you decide, well, you know, I want to take the option. Even if you're not in the lifestyle, you should mm-hmm. be able you and your partner should have equal boundaries there is no yeah. reason why one partner has more something other. over yeah. another everything should be equal unless you and your partner come to them terms at y'all foundational thing was i'm up here you're up here if y'all created that understanding that's what y'all build your relationship on that's on you but if we want like a healthy equal natural amicable balance, then mm. you gotta be here at all, t- no matter how high or how low. Y'all need to be mm. even at all times and be fair. Because when you're not fair, that's where the issues come into play. Now, with some of the couples that you talk to, is there a lack of foreplay with with, with their lovemaking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lack of foreplay all around. Like, even my clients, even people who aren't my clients, it is a lack yeah. of foreplay just all around everyone thinks that like people just now are learning that oral sex is not foreplay even then i had to teach someone the other like a few weeks ago that oral sex is sex and they looked at me and was like how is oral sex sex and i'm just like well if there is if you want to take it the penal route a penis penetrating your throat is oral sex Mm -hmm. a tongue penetrating your vagina or your butthole is oral sex. And having to like break that down, it was just like, oh, so that's not foreplay. It's like, no, because it's sex. Like it's the physical act of sex. Foreplay is emotional, mental, and physical sensations that stimulate the body Mm -hmm. before engaging in sex. And having to like break that down to people, they're like, oh, so what can I do for foreplay then? And it's like, so what do y'all do before? Like you just spit on it and go? Like and there's no kissing. There's no, there's no, no kissing, rubbing. There's no touching. There's no caressing. She just got no these just sucking dick. There's no courting. There's no like tease dancing. There's no like suction nipple stimulation. You wanna know? Like, you wanna know why? You wanna know why? Because the porn they watch you don't have that no more. <laughs> it it. it yeah, yeah, I said it. It don't have that no more. Come on, how often do you see a man eat the pussy in porn now? You know what? And King Noir talked about that in an interview. He said, like, when he reads a script from, like, another company, that they will exclude eating pussy out of it. And he was like, why? Like, why would we take that out? And they were, like, they was basically trying to explain to him that, like, when it comes to eating pussy... The angles and stuff like that, because like compared to sucking dick, when you sucking dick, you just see a dick. Okay, I'm gonna say nah. I'm I'm gonna give you the real reason why. Why? 
the fan base that's watching that porn is 95, if not 100% men, with some sprinkled in some of the people, some of the men from some of the people and individuals from the community, because I don't want to piss on nobody today. And, um, Tomorrow and, is a different story. <laughs> he said, I want to go like, off I'm still working on the pronouns, damn it. I'm still working on them, guys, because, hey, you know, you just, I'm just saying. You call them the community. Yeah, I thought yeah. they would appreciate that. <laughs> I ain't like saying the alphabet. That's why I said the community. Now, but <laughs> because of that fact, and really, honestly, because the company, they don't cater to women. They cater to straight, heterosexual men. So, because of that, guess what men don't really give a fuck about watching? Pussy. You know what I'm saying? You know, period. Any company, now, any company that caters to trying to get couples or try to cater to women, like Blush Erotica, um, damn, it's it might be Bush Rock, the only one. Royal Fetish Films, they cater, Royal they, Fetish, well, they cater to Yeah, fetishes. the more central, the more central shit. You know what I'm saying? See, yeah. You. Sorry, Royal Fetish. I'm sorry. I, but anyway, but the point being is, it's that's the reason why. So because the figure man wants to see, he don't want to see another man eat pussy. He might want to see a female eating pussy, but he don't want to see another. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. A man eating pussy and all they want to see is Okay, she gonna suck that dick. Mm. You know what's crazy? It's so crazy. I follow so many content creators from the porn industry all the way down to just sex sex workers in general. And I should mm. be quoting them and all this stuff because they are so factual and I love that. That's the reason I love like people in this industry because we're like educated beyond the beyond. Another mm. content creator or an adult entertainer, her name is Kiera. She mm. said that like the reason why no, she said that if more people wanted to enjoy um, all different types of porn and different categories and stuff like that, y'all gotta start paying for it. Like, the reason why a lot of these companies have black women, white mm-hmm. men, or they have certain stigmas or certain mm-hmm. reasons why they shoot certain things and with certain mm-hmm. people is because these are the people who are paying for it. A lot of people don't want to pay for their porn. They want to just go and get the free shit. They want, just like some of these horny ass People mm-hmm. who be in the DMs like, oh, let me see your titties for free. Let me see mm-hmm. your dick for free. Let me do mm-hmm. all these things for free. When it's like, do you know how yeah. much money, effort, time, and energy I have to put into making this content, and you want it for free? Like, and see, and that's and, and that's why it, it basically, <clears throat> in layman terms, these dudes are not going to switch up what. Because it is ran by men for the most part. And probably your top companies ran, well, Playboy is ran by his daughter, but I mean, she. Oh, Holly's not over Playboy? Um. I thought since um when Hef died. Uh, I know his daughter took over for a minute. I took over. I don't know if she still got it. I don't keep up with it. I went in class that day. But, um. <coughs> but, um. You know what I'm saying? 
And Wicked is, I don't know if the lady's still the president, but it's mostly men that runs it at the top of the at the top of the heat. And they have, and they're not going to switch what they're doing unless yeah. the money forces them to. That's they've why been making I, money, they've been making millions and billions of dollars using this same tactic for years. And they're not gonna switch that up just because some people are asking for it. Like y'all gotta y'all have to pay. It's gonna suck. Yeah. It sounds ass, it sounds trash, but y'all have to pay. Like I honestly I have no uh re- reservations about paying for my porn. Like I have mm-hmm. a very beautiful porn collection and some of my pornos I pay ten dollars for them, some I pay eighty plus dollars for them, and I don't care. Cause every time I watch <laughs> them, I'll be like, yes. <laughs> It gives what it needs to give. And I'm so, I get happy. Ever since I became a porn star, I'm sorry, I have not paid for porn because I don't watch no, well, I watch their trailers. I watch their trailers. Because I'm like this. Well, I'm going to watch a porn when I can just shoot with you. We can make this money together. I'm just saying. See, you a porn star. I'm not a porn (laughs) star. I'm a sex worker. I'm a sex educator, but I'm not a porn star. So even then, like, even when I go to Exotica, and mm-hmm. I see like some of my favorite porn stars. I fangirl out, and some of them mm-hmm. like already follow me on social media, so they'll be like, "Fairy, you know, like we be talking on Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff like that on a day to day basis." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, but you're still like a porn star, like." <laughs> but ah. see, but see, but see, you fit with Pose Be It Exotica because sex therapists, yeah, they're playing sex therapists. They they go to Exotica way. You feel what I'm saying? But if you were still a fucking cosplayer, they Pose Be It got them. The Comic Con out this bitch. Fuck you doing that? You know it been got them get hard and naked. And you had this out of But I digress. I digress. I'm just I digress. <laughs> I digress. But but no, but with that being said, because you got onto the, the content side of things. Yeah. Now, you have been exotica. All right. Mm-hmm. Um you film solos, which I'm gonna ask you about that. And as well as when you get with your partner, because that's your boy girl content or what have you. Um, there's going to be pressure coming to hit you about doing the business of porn. Because, see, anybody tell you, I don't sugarcoat shit. We keep mm-hmm. real on the, on the smoker's lounge. I want the smoke and I bring the smoke. And that's facts. It, you, the reason why I say that, because one, you didn't stepped into the pool because when you go to exotica now people got eyeballs on you so how do you deal with the pressure that will come or had, or already came of top talent wanting to work with you for boy girl um i always come back and i tell them that all of my content is educational purposes Mm-hmm. And I do tell them that I am not in that lifestyle to publicize it, like to mm-hmm. market off of it. What mm-hmm. me and my partner do, like what me and my partner do mm-hmm. outside of OnlyFans is literally like me and his business. That is not something that I will, like it's a known thing that I have threesomes. So I put it on my social media. It's mm-hmm. a known thing that me and him are non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. However, it's very much like that's a me and his like that's like I don't want to call it a hobby as if like we just do this on some like everyday type mm-hmm. thing but it's like that's our time with each other so if any if the content creators who have approached me in the past and mm-hmm. even if some approach me 
in the future. Everything that mm. I do will be educational purposes. And there's mm. always a way to enforce education in sex because every content creator mm. has their own niche. Niche. That's how you say the mm. word. They have their own niche and their own thing about them. And they have knowledge that can be spread to the world and help somebody. So mm. I more so push the educational aspect of it. I know sometimes it can be confusing because I dress very mm. provocative. And I dress, like, I'm always naked. Point blank, period. Uh, 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 okay, this is what I'm going to say right now. Mm. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right there. Part of the course is to look sexy, babe. You're a sex therapist. Okay? They, they, they just, at the end of the day, it's like this. I tell people, there's two ways that you can make money in porn without sucking your dick or fucking somebody. Is that you're doing something to extreme. Put down this stream with the sex therapist because it's you, you're fucking you 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 with the mental. You fuck with people's minds. You understanding people. This, that, and third. That's along the lines of BDSM to me because BDSM is a mental it, it, energy High exchange. Key. Yeah, energy it, therapy has energy exchange. You get what I'm saying? And the whole night, all that shit. Tetras. We can go all day. I'm an energy proponent. But um, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. So, see, as soon as I did that, I lost my train of thought. See, smoke too damn much. And <laughs> yeah, I was saying that with you know energy exchange, what have you. And then the other part is camming services. You know what I'm saying for the most part. Oh, on the fetish true, end, true. on the fetish end, you know. Period. <clears throat> so, my point is that we should ask a question. Is it even needed to even... Okay, put it this way. If you had the option to do boy-girl, would you be allowed to... Be, would it be okay for you to do boy-girl? That's one. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be an issue or a problem. It's just I don't want to. You see, that's number two. And number three, do you even need to because your money is not necessarily dominated by how much content you create as far as on... as far as when it comes to the OnlyFans or what have you. Yeah, I would say that it's not. I feel like my OnlyFans subscribers, they literally have their own name. Well, they're my babes, but all of my supporters are all freaks and geeks because we mm -hmm. all they all understand that knowledge comes literally mm -hmm. comes before performance. And so. With that, they will support whatever I do, no matter mm -hmm. if I did go into the industry or if I chose to stay like where I am and it's all about like what does fairy want what makes fairy happy how does fairy mm -hmm. feel about this and me personally like if I wanted to get in the industry I would I could I might if you did you would shut it down but that's just my opinion but anyway go ahead <laughs> you know like I'm who, who knows what might happen yeah. in the future it's people in the yeah. it's people who join the industry and they're yeah. older than me at like a different age you know anything mm -hmm can happen it's just that's not where i foresee myself and i i mean I truthfully like what i'm getting it is that you have a brand that is oh god no she didn't just i had to adjust them Ooh. but even then it's not just about like my brand it's just that i feel like there are so many people who i support who are 1000 percent doing what they need to do to make their mark their brand make mm. their stamp in the industry and they're doing such a good job doing that that I don't even want to be like in the same like category or realm as mm -hmm. them because I'm supporting them so heavy that I mm -hmm. could give two fucks about what the what I would do for the industry in that aspect. 
And me personally, I more so want to focus, like you said, I want to focus on the brain because I'm very fascinated with like, mm. well, how does this make you feel? Like, where are you mentally? Are you sure you're okay mm. with this? Yeah, because the the point with with, with the brain is okay, <clears throat> the things that like I ask as females is which is come the here. key the key of not damaging your brand but not doing things that Stop. are you are com- that you're not comfortable in. Like for example, you have a female that never did anal, and then she take a half ass to go do anal scene. And that's mm-hmm. the cutest dog. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey. Oh, she's, she's cute. I love dogs. You can cute. have them. <laughs> Don't say that because my wife would be like, where you live at? No. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, but no, but I mean, that's what I think is the one thing that a lot of these girls must understand, that's why you have a lot of girls that end up leaving the game bitter, because you overstepped your, I'm not going to say, I can't say more, I'm trying to find the right word for it. Uh, Scruples, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) And what I mean by scruples is, like I said before, if you're not comfortable with a gangbang, don't jump your happy ass out there and do a gangbang. Because, once again, build resentment, you know, period. Yeah. So it's kind of like staying on, that's why I tell females, you know, stay on your brand. Or, you know. Do things that's honestly comfortable for you. Like, if you know for a fact that you're not comfortable with doing, like you said, for an example, anal. You've never had anal a day in your life. And you've never done any type of anal stop. You've, done, you've never done any anal training or anything like that. Don't just jump in and try to, like, get into it. Like, go through the process. Like, to be... Because to be honest, uh, something I have to talk about with clients is anal. And the anal process, honestly, is a beautiful thing. The process to understanding certain stuff is a beautiful thing. And a lot of people try to ignore that process because they just want to get to where the money is and get to where the bag is so quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're missing crucial points that can get you a bigger bag. Yeah, because because the point being is... Rome wasn't built in the day. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. You know, and and and, and we kind of understood. We understood that back in the day, but because this era is so microwave, because I even look at how much people film. Man, you can film twice a month, you're good. But see, part of that now they got to film five days a week. But part of that is because it's quantity over quality. Mm-hmm. Because. And me personally, the reason why I look at it that way, because we don't film for DVDs no more. We film for clips. So. And now yeah. a lot of people are now, they're putting out like those quick mini clips, like 10, five minute videos. And like, mm. that's their content. When like, you know, old school pornos, it was like, you would get mm. three hours or a whole, the whole DVD would be out of uh, storage by the time. <laughs> have had to like change mm. i also think it's because of the economy people have been mm-hmm. like like i said a lot of people have been asking for like a lot of free shit um having mm. to copyright so many things people don't want to you know take accountability for stuff or share credibility mm. people just want to mm. be like oh i'm going to steal your idea and market off of it and i'm going to do less because i have a bigger name mm. compared to the person who literally got it out the mud and had to do mm. extra stuff to get what they needed 
because um because even to the point like I because the term of country creative became a, a thing and people saying porn stars treat like the word nigga nowadays. So um <laughs> they scared to say that motherfucker. But with you, like I said, you went, you got certified in the whole nine or what have you. So do you think let's say if you become popular like that or let's say Miss Be Nasty, do you think it people should use sex therapists even though they ain't got no fucking clue or what it is or what have you? Yes. I think for for one, I think sex education should be in school systems like mm-hmm. pre-K all the way until if you go to college, your sophomore year mm-hmm. in college, if you choose not to go to college, you take like maybe like another two, three more sex education courses because there's so mm-hmm. many things in the world of sex that isn't again like we talked about earlier, it's not just mm-hmm. about like a dick in a vagina. Or a vagina against a vagina, dick, dick, butt, butt, whatever. It's not about like the anatomy of it. Sex mm-hmm. is way more. It's it starts with consent for number one. It starts with communication, yeah. and a lot of people lack communication skills. A lot of people lack or the understanding of what consent is. So there is a lot of things that we all need to learn on a general knowledge of sex, and then as mm-hmm. far as sex therapy, I think honestly, I think all couples individuals anybody should go to sex should engage in a sex therapy session and or get a therapist a -hmm. regular um psychiatric psychological therapist because we all have to undo trauma and then on top of that we all have a story that we would want to share with someone that doesn't be followed with judgment because even though our friends are our friends and family is family and they love us and all Mm -hmm. this other kind of stuff there's still a level of judgment that we feel in the atmosphere. Whereas as a therapist, I am mm-hmm. legally required to not judge you. Like the second that I judge mm-hmm. my client, make fun of them or point out their issues and consider them to be a problem, I'm fired. I lose my licensure. I I can mm-hmm. no longer practice. And even with being a sex educator, I can't mm-hmm. judge someone for the lack of knowledge that they have. The only thing that I can do is educate and hopefully help you know, people have a better understanding. So, yeah, I think everyone should engage in a sex therapy session. Especially with you. You know what's funny? I actually did a scene that was a sex therapy scene. (laughs) It was a beautiful thing at this piece, too. It's fun. Yeah, actually, you know, because, I mean, um, because to me, I, I wonder, because I always wondered this. Do sex therapists have sex with, with with the client or with the couple to kind of teach shit or what have you? Because I know porn always betrayed that to a certain extent. Um, no, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. We can't have any type of relationship with the client. That's in our code of ethics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not about that. It's more of sitting down and talking and coaching. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. are um sex therapists who have done studies where they mm-hmm. will watch um it's like sex therapists psychoanalysts analysts oh Damn, what was the name of that show what was the name of that show that was doing that that was doing that i can't think of the show uh um that's on was- netflix love love sex and goop where they have mm-hmm. different sex educators um and sex therapists um people who, mm-hmm. sex workers who okay i'm petting you relax 
Um, <laughs> they have different sex workers on there who, um, you know, they watch couples engage in activity, but they didn't engage themselves. Now, there, there is that level of sex therapy that can happen, but the therapists themselves putting themselves in the couple situation, no, illegal. You are you are you a dom? Um, I am primarily a sub. However, a lot. You a are damn sweet. switch. You a switch like a mom. I didn't think I was. I'm sorry. I just smell. I just smell big dick energy. Oh, I do got a big. I got a, I got a fat pussy, and she know what she doing. But I've um, my, not, my, my but, subs and some of my like. Basically, my fans, my freaks and geeks or whatever. <laughs> my subs. See, see, she geeks. See, my see, subscribers, see. my, but I'm gonna call them my freaks and geeks because that's what they're called. My freaks and geeks, they know, they have came to me and said like, you know, you give dominant energy, but I don't, I don't yeah, know. You give how goddess, to be I'm sorry, you give goddess energy. Now, 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 you ain't a hardcore. You ain't a hardcore. Humiliation dom, female oh, no. dom, but I smell like goddess worship. You know, yeah, you know, you can worship me. You know, you can, you can stare at me, but just don't get on my nerves. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like you know, I'll cater to you. Like I, I'm I know, you haven't tapped into the BDSM realm or what have you. E even oh, no, to, I have. Uh, my part, my partner is my dom for mm -hmm. sure. And we 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 play a lot in that field, and the role that I take on, we do get into that. Um, when we do get into that lifestyle, I naturally fall into the submissive role or the sub, and do all those things because that's just something that I always like to do. Mm -hmm. um, when me and him get more deep into the lifestyle, we become more fruitful and frugal. I might try to tap into like that dom energy and see what that actually requires and takes. But I want to talk to, I have female dominant, well, they're all dominatrix. I have <laughs> dominatrix in my life that I can talk to and like, I, I don't ask Do you do custom videos? Do you do custom Sorry? videos? Do you do custom videos? Do I do like custom, custom videos. Oh, like you have yeah. And I'm pretty sure you done got a couple of requests for some dominatrix shit. I put money on it. Um, no, my request video is more so like either me twerking, um, mm -hmm. or giving my partner head because whenever I go to Exotica, like that's one of my seminars about fellatio, and I blow bubbles while I'm sucking. So it's a very like fascinating thing for people to see. They want to see like the man. bubbles. Such a lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> that dog is so cute. No, because like I said, I mean, um, he is spoiled. Yeah, I see. But not because, um, because like I said, with you, it's it's like so many avenues I can see that you, especially on the fetish side, because with with with, with your because you your assertiveness, um, like. Yeah, I'm surprised you ain't got some some people actually be a submissive to you for real. Oh yeah, but, I I'm I'm into fluid exchange, but I'm into like saliva. Mm -hmm. I, I'm mm, not into nice. I'm not into fluid exchange down yonder. No 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 no. Don't give me a golden shower. I'm not gonna give you a golden shower. 
No, that ain't that ain't it. Yeah. Fairy, See, do I, not I, I like that. You piss off, on, you piss on Fairy, Fairy gonna cuss you the fuck out. Like I said, she said she would be pissed off. Pissed on. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that, cause baby, you will get cussed the fuck out with the right. quickness. <laughs> well, she, I didn't held you up here for a strong hour. I had to get you up here, baby girl, and you got to come back, cause, cause we gotta really chop it up. Cause um, I ain't even gonna ask you. Well, no, 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 no. The last thing, as a sex therapist, how do you diagnose what's going on with Kanye with him? And him talking about him and you know porn destroying his life. He was addicted to porn. All that shit, just, just from, from the outside looking in. There is a thing that's called porn addiction. Mm -hmm. So, and porn addiction is very, very real. It does hinder a lot of people's social skills, um, especially in the incel community. They suffer a lot with how to publicly handle themselves. So... Someone saying porn has made has had a major effect on them. It does not surprise me. Porn ruining your life. It's um, mm. a little. It's a little iffy. That's just my opinion. That's just a little iffy because you know there's ways that you can get help. And mm. Kanye, before you know, he was in his situations where he lost all his money, he had the reason he has on even then to this day, he has the resources to go get the help. Cause if porn is, if porn is, has, was whatever <coughs> done something to his life, there are people like myself and other sex therapists who have doctorate degrees and all the other kind of stuff who can genuinely like help him go through his emotions and work past his trauma with or without medication. Um, also, Con another thing to also put in perspective, Kanye is Kanye. Kanye has always been this, I'm going to say what I want, how I want, when I want kind of person since, honestly, I've been listening to Kanye and I've been listening to him for a long, long time. Kanye has always said like just out of the way stuff. Over the years, has it gotten like really reckless and has it become bad? Yes. And it has become to a point where it's just like, okay, Kanye, please go get help. Because I would hate to see something happen to an artist as great as mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, people can only get help they ask for it. So Kanye think, is not... I, I think Kanye... <clears throat> you're right about that. He... He does have some deep-rooted probably sexual trauma. And because... Kanye Can has a lot of trauma if you think about it. Like even him showing the house that he was raised in, in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um everyone Kanye wears a gimp mask. You know, like Kanye, um, he's from Chicago. And even then, Hollywood, main media, the music industry, a lot of people have came out and said the music industry has so many like deep-rooted things and problems inside of it that nobody could ever understand unless you were in there. So there's probably like a lot of things that really has hurt Kanye and he doesn't have a, a real outlet or whatever. And so his outlet is just saying his outlandish, rude, disrespectful statements and the community honestly just wants him to get help before he just gets lost in himself. Uh, it just, this is how I feel when it comes to like sex addiction, 
on addiction and all that. Um, for one, a lot of the guys, I think they use it. They use it as a bullshit ass excuse. Um, because if that to me, because if 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 for the sake of argument, for me, if they are addicts, they're functioning addicts. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like, to me, it, how can I put this? For you to be able to be, to me, a sex addict, a porn addict, that means that he was addicted to something else and you took away that addiction and replaced it with it. Well, not true, because um, some... That can be a situation for some porn, for some sex addicts, because we'll use um, sex addicts as the realm. For some sex addicts, yes, it does come from, it started off as one addiction from something else, and then it triggered over to something in the sexual realm. But for some um, sex addicts, porn addicts, it comes from a place of the feeling that you get when you get high. Like the first time you saw porno, or the first time they ejaculated to a porno, or whatever the case may be, it gave them a feeling that they want to recreate over and over and over again. But just like um, people who were drug addicts at one point, they've always mm. they always come out and say like their first time doing coke, it mm. was a trip that they've never been able to find again because it was like their first time, and they're trying to go back and get to it. It's the same thing with any addiction. After you have like that one really what you consider great experience you want to keep going back and get that experience over and over and over again and it gets to the point where it just becomes like a part of your routine and it's hard for people to really like break mm-hmm. what is their everyday but, but routine see, but see, but see, i'm gonna say this though why is it there's always a married man that got caught cheating talking about his daddy see that's some st- that stereotype <laughs> stuff and I tr- I purposely try my hardest to like stay away from stereotypes because I don't they those things piss me off. Like I'm a black woman. See, I'm a black I and I'm a That's what I was trying to say. I was like, look, I would have been nobody. I'm trying not to at this moment. But it, okay, it, yes. The clock is right twice a day. Yeah, there's probably some people out there that's addicted to porn. And there's probably some people out there addicted to sex. But some of you motherfuckers, they claiming that shit. No, motherfucker, you just a straight up cheat, nigga. <laughs> okay, see, yeah, no, that's real. Because even if you are, if you are a porn addict, or to be a porn addict, or to be a sex addict, and to go through the actual diagnostic process, the diagnosis process, there is a therapist that you will have to go to, and they will diagnose you. Like you can't just be a nympho just because you like to yeah, have. Yeah, see, that's I think actually, that when people get mixed up. Nymphomaniac. Yeah, Set that's that. like no, literally man. that's literally something that a therapist not saying that they have to diagnose you with it, but you would literally have to go through therapy, get your brain studied, audit like it's a lot of extensive treatment planning that goes into you being diagnosed with a sex addiction. So people who yeah. come out and be like, Oh, I'm a sex addict, like when Ray J have came out on the internet, I was like, I'm a sex addict, and it was like are you a clinically diagnosed sex addict or are you the kind of person that can't keep your dick in your pants? It's totally, That's totally different. A clinically diagnosed sex addict is not the same as someone who's just like, oh, I like to have sex. If you like to have sex, that's just you like to have sex. Mm-hmm. So what So what makes actually 
actually the difference. What makes what? What makes the difference between I just want to have sex or I'm clinic I'm I'm addicted? What makes you clinically addicted? Um, a clinically diagnosis would be more so in the realm of like. And they can't risk You literally or... can't. You can't live without it. It's to the point where it affects your work. Like if you can still if you can still go to work every day, if you can go to your nine to five every single day, and while you're at your nine to five, you can focus on your job at hand. You have high performances at your job, and you're able to do whatever it is you need to do at your job. You can go to church and do what you gotta do at church. You can come home and watch TV and you're fine. It is just in moments where you have free time, you think about sex. That is, I like to have sex. If you go to work and you will call off from work, miss money because you want to have sex. You will stop going, participating in your extracurricular activities because you got to masturbate or have sex. If you can't watch TV, you can't, you can't live your everyday life without thinking of something to get a nut off. Then that's where it becomes an addiction or a, that's something where you need to talk to a doctor or a therapist and see if you are clinically diagnosed to be a sex addict. If you can go through your everyday life, if you can go to the amusement park with your friends and your kids, whatever the case may be. And, and, and don't and sneak you don't, off to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, like, if you can literally go out and live life, you can go to a club, you can go to a party, you can go hang out with friends. You literally can live life. And again, just in your free time or in moments where your brain isn't preoccupied with other things and you're thinking about sex, that just means you like to have sex and you a horny-ass individual. That's something totally different than, fuck, I need to go walk my dog, but I'm going to go and, beat and my dog. that's the reason why I always felt that there was no such thing. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, I believe, yes, it was possible. It, it, everything is possible. But the reason why, because from examples that I have seen, these dudes ain't no fucking way in here that were dead. No, you it's just cheated lying. on your girl. You were deadline. You got caught. So you think I'm a sex addict. She's going to forgive you. Oh, baby, it's okay. You know, do you want some more sex? <laughs> it's like you a vampire. I'm not saying you particular, but people lie too much. A lot of people sit there and they Google something. They see a book like this. Oh, got to zoom. And they see a book like this or anything like that. Or they watch a movie, a show something and they're just like this word uh nowadays phobia everybody got a phobia they have an opinion about what a phobia and all this other kind of stuff is and there's a difference between a phobia and a preference but of course now we live in a world where as soon as you learn a word you want to run with it like oh no you don't like the color blue you have a blue phobia and it's like no i don't like the color blue yeah, you're blue phobic. Like, no, I don't like the color blue because I don't like the color blue. My preference is purple or pink. Like, you know, it's just too many people got too many different um, opinions, which is fine to have your opinion. But we take the literal definition and pull it and then try to make our own definition within the realms. And it just gets confusing and people be lying too much. Y'all got to stop lying on y'all dicks and y'all vaginas. Cause that makes things a lot more stressful for people who are like myself, who tell the truth all the time. Cause to be honest, I hate lying. It's too stressful and it's too much work. Cause I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> she says, stop lying on your pussy and your dick. Your you got dick, to. Your dick ain't, your pussy ain't that walk. 
And your dick ain't that big. <laughs> See, I wasn't going to talk that part. I wasn't talking that part. <laughs> or, or, okay. I mean, well, of course, you got motherfuckers going to sit there and talk. Well, niggas around that dick anyway. Whether it's size I mean, or, how, or, or how good subjective. it is. The term big is subjective, though. Because, I mean, some people might look at my partner. I say he got a big dick. And somebody might look at his dick and be like, oh, his dick little. It's big for me. And I like it. So, you know, there's that. Some he could fuck me and be like, oh, you got lazy shit in the motherfucking world. Size queen shit. They ain't a size queen by any means. Yeah, size queens, they kind of annoy me. Like the whole thing of like, oh, I could take eight inches and plus and da 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 da, but then you get a dude with 10 inch dick and he piping you and you like, you only get the tip in and you're like, oh my God, no. Yeah, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Like, now you said you can take a 10 inch dick. Here you go. Now take it And, and take it real good. You can't even get out of this motherfucker. And then you gripping on it real tight. You don't want it to go nowhere. Like, nah, baby, loosen up. Let it go. Like, come on. Take this dick. You know you like it. I swear, dude. I swear to people, man. It's it, it like this. I always say this. It's the foolishness of the few that drowns out the truth of the many. So, you know. Because we, we listed the, the people that make the most noise. Because we love a train wreck. That's how it works. <laughs> That's why I listen to porn on mute. I do not like the noise aspect. All that, oh yeah, shut up, shut up. <laughs> See, now we figured out. Now we saw why they put the corny music in the background <laughs> back in the deck to the porn. I didn't like that either, cause they wouldn't fuck. And and I, my undergrad studies was in music, and so I'm very very huge on like oh. fucking on rhythm and beats and um music setting a vibe and music can in entice a situation so if you sit there and you play like some music and then you're fucking all off rhythm like the way that you're making love or you're having sex doesn't even match the vibe of the song i'm irritated basically she can ride dick very well ladies and gentlemen (laughs) so with that being said miss lady we're now at the end of a Wonderful episode of Smokers Lounge. And like I asked any new well, you got came and say you a new guest to hell. You was on the premium smoke room. So shoot, you should be back. <laughs> so with that hey, So with that term, I would spend money on you and where they can find you. Oh well, of course you wanna spend money on me, baby. Subscribe to my OnlyFans, because you know what? That's the best way you can spend money on me, because I I give you like my actual attention. My babies, they get my attention. If you want to just follow me, just want to see my fine-ass face, you can follow me on Instagram at fairy, F-A-I-R-Y S-M-U-T-H-A because it's mother, come sunny you hoes. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's fairy sex mother and it's spelled M-U-T-H-A. And now if any couples want to, they say, book a session with you, how do they go about that? All the links are going to be in my bio, no matter which one you go to. OnlyFans, mm-hmm. Instagram, or Twitter. All my links. Or honestly, you could just Google Fairy Sex Mother, mm-hmm. and then all my and, stuff. And, and you, do in person, you do in person as well as like through Skype or Zoom. Right? Majority of my sessions are via Zoom. However, if you do book an in-person session, there is a different requirement. And you mm-hmm. will get all that through like a consultation. Mm-hmm. See. Yeah, she's legit psychiatrist of sex. That's right, people. So with that being said, you know how we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? 
smoke this over. Say goodbye, right. and wiggle them face on, and say goodbye. Yay.